Welcome to episode eight of You Will Get Blisters. I am. Can't believe we're doing it like this, sir. I know, we've gone remote. It's so 2020 right now. We've gone full COVID. Yeah. Full COVID. I've just not been able to get down again, have I? No, so here we are. You're in your Britney Spears style headset and I'm full Craig David over here. <laughs> Literally, Sarah's headset is so big. It makes her head look so unusually small. And my headset is so Britney that I'm fighting bursting into song. <laughs> Go for it, Em. If I was to do full Britney, my natural thing, remember when she used to start, she'd move the mouthpiece down. And I can't oh, yeah. because Tom's told me I've got to keep it where it is. Yeah. I can't do Britney for the sake of this episode. So I'm really sorry. That's a shame. And I, well. One for another time. <laughs> because it probably would have been quite bad. <laughs> now, how are you? Yeah, all good. Can't think what I've really been up to since last saw you. A few odd jobs here and there, you know me. Keeping yourself busy. Wheeling, dealing. Hey, what about your new job? I was just doing a few hours down the pub, you know. Good for bloody and stories. The first week that you were there, you've been meeting celebrities. Oh, we had someone from Emmerdale in the pub, yeah. Matty Barton. Celebrities have been coming in, so it's been very exciting. So yeah, I think we've all just been busy. I've been busy at work, but it's just nice to speak to you. It's brightened up my Sunday. It's nice to see you, Ember. It's a shame you're not here in person. It is a shame, but, but you know we what? will meet again. We will meet. We'll meet again. We will meet again, sir. So go on then. Back to the walk. Let's have a recap. Okay. So at the end of last episode, we got to Tintagel, didn't we? Did. And we stayed with Flon Jewis. Flon Jewis. Yeah. Um, So this episode, we're going to start on day 11 of walking. Okay. And today we're going to walk from Tintagel to a place called Crackington Haven. Oh, okay. Which sounds a lot more exciting than it is. It does sound exciting. I don't know what I expected from Crackington Haven, but, well, we're not there yet. Tell you I didn't imagine. There. So let me tell you what I imagine from a place called Crackington Haven. Somewhere quite different. Sounds a bit like Westwood Ho. Yeah. Yes, not the same. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, so Tintagel. Do you remember, Em, this is back early summer when everyone went nuts because they thought it was going to be the hottest day of the year the next day? Yes. And like before the real, real heat wave, there was a mini one. Yes. And it was one day and everyone was saying it's going to be 40 degrees. Yeah. So that was this day. And we knew we were going to have to walk and we knew it was going to be a tough walk. There's nothing, there's nowhere to stay in between Tintagel and Crackington Haven. I don't think that might have been the problem. So we knew we had to do a really long walk. I think it was 18 miles, something like that. And we knew it was going to be up and down hilly. So I was shitting myself, basically. I thought, I'm going to get heat strokes. It's going to be the worst day of my life. It wasn't hot at all on the south coast. No. As it turned out. No, because you get like the sea spray and that. And it was really misty. And what temperature would you say? 25. And that was light work for you. Yeah. By this point. So we're absolutely buzzing about that. So anyway, we set off uh, early doors, had breakfast from Blonde Furious. (laughs) <laughs> so you'd gone to bed worried about this heat wave, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and people over breakfast were telling us, "Don't do it." Oh, were they? And they like, I didn't off. have a hat. They were saying, "No, you can't go out without a hat." This is news to me. With all the unpreparation, you also didn't have a hat. 
No. Sarah. But I don't never wear one, Em. I never wear Sarah, a hat. Sarah, you're walking 20 mile, 18, 20 miles a day in the heat. You sound like my dad. I would have one riveted to my head. Well, I, at this point, I didn't. I just had my hair tied up, slathered the, um, the oh, sun you, cream you died on, to wear sun obviously. Cream after you've shedded your skin for the last yeah. few days after that drama. So we set off and we were pleasantly surprised by the temperature, but it was really hard work. It's so misty, in fact, at one point, we were walking through thick, thick cloud on the coast and out of the cloud appears a um, like a cow with a big horns. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't funny at the time. It was a shock. But you could only see sort of 20 centimetres in front of you. Sorry, I'm getting the giggles because it's all a bit new for me today doing this fully remote. Sarah's like acting it out even You've more. You've got a bit giddy, it's, Do you know, I'm going to tell this is why I've got giddy. Something really funny's <laughs> just happened during the recording. Previously in the recording, Sarah mentioned the distance we travelled and Sarah's husband, Tom, aka creative director, producer, interrupted the recording to do a bit of a fact check we've had a little domestic all of us on the podcast <laughs> giving me the giggle because you need Tom to get said, over it to I, a bit time. I, I, no i've really enjoyed it so now we've had to say to tom if he does we said we're not being fact checked on this podcast and sarah said no it was 18 miles and he stood corrected and he's turned his camera off again. Yeah. It really tickled me. It's really tickled me. So when Sarah was acting that out then, when she was going through the mist, I thought, what's going to appear? I was thinking all sorts. I was, do you know what I imagined? I know it sounds weird. A leprechaun at the bottom of a rainbow. No, that would be... I would have been on the news before now, Em, if I'd just seen true. a leprechaun. That is true. So you no bumped into a cow. Yes, but they keep appearing. As we walk through, just cows, cows, cows. And obviously they can't see either. So I'm worried that I'm going to give one of them a fright because, yeah, for us, there's cows coming out. But for them, there's people coming (laughs) coming out of the mist. So you're really not exaggerating. It really is misty. Oh, it felt unworldly. It felt like we were on a different planet. It was really strange weather. That is strange weather. And And what time of the day was there? Probably the afternoon. I was worried for the cows yeah, because they're on a cliff edge, some of them. They oh could have God, easily no. gone over, and I'm sure that happens all the time. No, don't say no, no, it doesn't happen. I don't want to imagine it. It does happen. No. In fact, we met... No. You don't want to no. hear about no. it? No, no, I don't I didn't know. see a cow jump no, over the edge. No, I don't want to know about a dead animal. I can't. It'll really <laughs> ruin my night. Fine, no. it does happen. It does happen. No, no, no. We move, we move on. We move brain. on. Nothing dies ever. They live forever. The cows are immortal. From the sure. cliff. Okay. Thanks, sir. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah. Every now and then we obviously need to sit for a rest and we start noticing that this guy who's on his own and he's got his two sticks, beard, and I probably would have put him at 60. Okay. We keep saying hello to each other. He passes us. He stops for a rest. We pass him. Goes on all day. Yeah, eventually we, we start saying more than hello. Where are you off to today? Oh, Crackington Haven. I'm walking the Southwest Coast Park. Blah, blah, blah. We're starting to chat with him. Well, we, we end up camping with him that night. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Before then, we become sort of friends with him. When you say camping, I, did you did you get into his tent? Was no. it that Because <laughs> you have got cold in there before. Maybe it might have been sense. a great, great addition, actually. Well, anyway... We sort of started talking to him before we camped with him, obviously. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm heading to Crackington Haven. I've not booked anywhere, but I've, I've heard there's a campsite there. I've got a problem with my phone. 
Right. And he, I mean, Southwest Coast Path, you can't really go too wrong because it's quite well signposted. But his phone's not working properly. And, you know, like just when a middle-aged man is looking at the phone and pressing the buttons a bit hard, like pressing yeah. really hard. Yeah. Um, well, he's doing a bit of that. So anyway, when we get to Crackington Haven, he comes for a pint with us and Tom gives him a bit of technical support, as he's oh. doing for us, Em. You know what he's uh, like. Yeah, Tom's very good. And as we know, he's listening in the wings tonight. He's very Thank happy you, to do Shout it. Shout out to Tom. Great technical support. Well, it turns out his name's Duncan and he's 77 years old. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness! That's this amazing. is a shout out to Duncan. Actually, we've got his details, so I will I will email him and tell him that we're doing this podcast. Oh, I think you should. Wow, that's amazing! And obviously, I you've told us all how intense the walking has been. Yeah, so he'd done most of it previously, and then somewhere around this area, he'd he'd slipped and I think broken his ankle. Correct oh me if I'm wrong, Duncan. He'd broken something. If Duncan doesn't correct you, someone else might pop up in a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might be sat there right now going, must not interrupt. It was his wrist. <laughs> anyway, he lives in New Zealand, so it's not like he can just pop and do it anytime. So he's basically on a wow. tour of the UK and he was finishing up his Southwest Coast Path walk and he still had a few days to go. Oh, and I tell you what, this was quite a life change life-changing, a walk-changing day for us as well, Em. Because okay. before all that, before we'd sat down and had a chat with him properly, uh, he said to us, you should really be using poles. <laughs> I still can't believe you didn't have poles. Yeah, so up until this park. point, we had one each for our tent, but we weren't using them as walking poles. We were just using them as tent poles. And he said, you know, you find it a lot easier using poles. So we took his advice. We're like, well, we like this bloke. We give it a go. Um, so much easier with poles. Oh, no, no shit, Sherlock. No yeah. shit. Honestly, my mum will be listening to this because, as we know, she is a fan of the podcast. She's the praying mantis. We call her the praying mantis, as we've <laughs> said before. She will be annoyed that you did not speak to her about this walk because she'd have probably given you her poles because she'd have been so keen on you. Well, I poles. always thought that poles are for old people. Everyone does, Sarah, but no. But it turns out they're not. No. It takes the weight off your knees, and I heard that. Well, I think Duncan actually told us this. If you use poles, you use 25% less energy overall when you're walking. Do you know what? You, how you could have found that out, Sarah? Google. Google if you'd have, if you'd have <laughs> yeah. done a bit of research before this walk. I reckon you might have found that. And this is what tickles me about you two, because you are both very organised plant people. And I just, I actually love the fact that you just thought, going on a walk. I yeah. think it's brilliant. I literally love it. Yeah, how hard you didn't wear a hat. I've only found this out today that you didn't have a hat. I would have bought you a really common. So my mum and dad, as we said before, are quite into walking. They've both got these comedy hats. Like mum's is very comedy. Oh, not the one with the thing down the neck. I tell you now, I think she would quite happily wear one of those. My mum, (laughs) but she's got one that like you put on. Literally, I'll say put on your head. Yes, I'm. It's it's like um, it's like a advanced bucket hat that's for walking. Right. But you could, it's, it folds really small, so it's really light. You know, if you were like walking a Southwest Coast Path with a really heavy rucksack and didn't need to wear it, so it's as light as it could be, that's what it's designed right. for. But you can also like, she sometimes, I think, I might make this up, you can like, if you get really overheated, you can like put water in it and it'll cool you down. Oh, that's clever. That is clever. Will you tell oh, us all this now, Em? We could have really done with one of those. I can't believe you didn't take a hat. I, I really struggle. So if I'm like doing like even just like, what I would describe as a hike, which compared to what you were doing, it's not. Like when we went to Mallorca in July with our family, 
we did this like hike down to this little hidden covey thing, not that hidden. And I made sure I had a hat on the whole time because if I'm exerting myself in the heat and I don't have a hat on, I will get sunstroke. Yeah. Or I'm more yeah. likely to get sunstroke. I can't believe you did all this so far without a hat. It's absolute revelation to me now. Yeah. Both of you. Did Tom not have one on? Tom had one on. Well done, Tom. Well, you know, he's Mr. Sensible, isn't he? Well, I think you need to be Mrs. Sensible. I suppose, to be fair, though, I suppose if you're not used to having to wear a hat, then whereas for me, my body, I definitely do need a hat in those sort of situations. But Well, I do I now. Well, I do buy a hat later on. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll come on to that. Not the night day, night before the hottest day of the year. No. Well, luckily, it wasn't for you. When you'd met Duncan, and obviously you'd been having a bit of small talk, and before you knew it, you were walking this walk together. Were you like walking together? Were you just like spurring each other on? Or was it like kind of a bit still a bit awkward? Like you were a bit ahead of him, I imagine. There was probably three or four higher. Oh, right. I shouldn't I shouldn't say I'm a bit you're a bit ahead of him. That's really bad. I shouldn't say that. But, oh no, we certainly weren't ahead of him. This guy But or was it like he would get ahead, you would get ahead, you know, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was like that. So yeah. he would stop for a rest, we would overtake vice versa and that nice. that went on for ages and we did a lot of hi how you doing you're right nice yeah. to see you again hey fancy seeing you here that sort, that sort of thing and at one point because it was like super misty yeah there was a valley and we're at one one side right and all of us all of a sudden i mean we're struggling okay. we see a we see a bold head come up through the clouds and it's duncan <laughs> and he's with his poles he's absolutely smashed it yeah, he's like, this is so why you need a pair of these. Yeah. <laughs> how funny. And what, did you two just look at each other in despair? Tom couldn't believe how fit this guy was. I don't know if he had told us he was 77 at that point. Still older than I thought, but even yeah. then I thought, blimey, if he could do it, I can. But he was absolute trooper, Emmy. It was a pro, really. Did seeing his bold head appear <laughs> through the mist going up the valley, did that like motivate you or did it make you like? Yeah, definitely motivated us, 100%. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But did he not have a hat on? He on and off wore a hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not stupid, Duncan. It's not stupid, no. So when you've done this valley that's obviously really tough, is there loads of valleys or is it just like that was a valley and then it's back to, I guess, just the normal? Um, it's a valley a minute. Like oh, it's up, God. down. It's like being on a roller coaster for sure. And actually on this day, wow. there's the highest cliff in Cornwall, <laughs> imaginatively named High Cliff. Right. And people love a love a view, don't they? People love yeah. to see views. And so everyone's saying to us, oh, you love it up high cliff. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. But it's the mistiest day of all time. So we get up there and we can't see in front of our face. Oh, you're joking. You've got to this like high cliff excited. Well, I mean, we couldn't see as we were walking up it either. Oh. We couldn't see all day. We didn't see very much all day. Oh, we saw a waterfall. And that was meant to be one of the best views of the Southwest Coast Park. Apparently so. Oh, no. We'll never know. We could probably Google it. So we made it to the campsite with Duncan. We've exchanged details. And he said we can go and stay with him in New Zealand anytime we like. Brilliant. Hey, that's a great place to go walking. It is. Mum and Dad did a lot of walking when they were in New Zealand. I'd love to go to New I'd Zealand. I'd definitely go, like, if I had the money and the time. Yeah, I'd love to go to New Zealand. And we could do a little... You're my kid and I've got bags of time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So how many shifts a week are you doing? Yeah, the yeah. If the pub will let me have the time off. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, you'll you'll just have to go and just like FaceTime us all, all the time so we can feel like we're there. No, it would be amazing to go. It's definitely something, it's just a, it's a long way. Like I've been, once we travelled for like, I think we travelled for like 22 hours once to get to Bali because of the changes. And I think we had a small delay. 
And I remember just being like, oh my God, Matt, but it was so shattering. Yeah, it's not for me. I, but, but you like traveling, Emma. It doesn't bother me, yeah, but I sleep on planes. Yeah, I sleep, I'm I just not an international at, one. I just, I'm not, I can literally, it drives Brad mad. I'm often asleep before we've taken off. I like sitting and watching a film on a plane. Yeah, because it's like you just chill. But I'm always like 100% I'm going to die on this plane. I didn't know this. I still go through with it. I don't show any fear. How do I not know this about you? I don't know. I did not. So hang on. I always think I'm going to die every time I leave the house, pretty much. What? How do I not know this? Right, hang on a second. No, that's not true. Every time I get in a vehicle, I think I'm going to die. Sarah, that's awful. (laughs) It doesn't cause me any anxiety. I just, I do everything the same. So even if you're driving or if someone else is driving? Either. I'm like convinced. I was sat on a flight to um america a few years ago yes i remember you going and i was flying solo and i was sat next to another woman similar age who who also appeared to be flying solo and i remember the turbulence was so bad really bad and at one point i thought this is it i'm gonna die and i thought i'm gonna have to hold this woman's hand because we're gonna die together sarah this is awful i don't think (laughs) this is okay i feel really we're gonna have to pick this up offline (laughs) So you're telling me if you get in the car to drive the shop, you think you're going to die? Probably not to the shop, but certainly on a motorway. But you still do it and you're not like, oh, God, I really no, don't want to no. do it. Yeah, I still do it. I don't talk about it. I just do it. Well, fair bloody play for you for doing it, if that's what you think. Well, I just hate things like that because I think you've got no control over it. It's a control thing, isn't it? Mm. But what I would say is like, if you genuinely feel like that and you actually do it, like that's quite amazing. Because if I felt like that, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, if if I thought I was going to die, I wouldn't do the thing that I thought I was going to die. Yeah, but I, it's not like I'm like physically scared or ever got in a state about it. It's just something I always have that thought of. If I do that journey, I'm going to die, but I do it anyway, because I know how ridiculous I sound in my own head. Yeah, maybe that's a good thing that you know you're not speaking rationally. Yeah. Because I guess like there's risk to, ev- like, you know, everything's yes. a risk, but it's like, oh gosh. I don't know if I'm more shocked at this or the fact you didn't wear a hat (laughs) just trying to work out yeah (laughs) bloody hell oh my god right so Duncan Duncan's in your tent you're talking and tailing (laughs) so right you've got to the campsite I'll tell you what did make me laugh about Duncan and I'm sure he won't won't mind me saying because fair play to this guy who's a very experienced walker he'd done lots of uh, long distance walks 77 years of age, gave us loads of advice, really um, like positive energy. And then at the end of the day, he said, with such a deadpan face, oh, I don't know if I could be bothered with the rest of this walk. I think I might sack it off tomorrow. And I <laughs> laughed thinking he was joking. And he went, no, genuinely. And he left the next morning. He got on a bus. Brilliant. But you know what? Fair play again to Duncan because he's walked probably all around the world by the sounds of it. Yeah. And he might have thought, well, hang on a second, Sarah. What have you said a couple of times on this podcast? You got sick of the sight of the sea. Yeah, he probably was sick of it. Maybe he'd had enough of it. I think, yeah, it was hard work. that And that particular day, because it was 18 miles, not nine. Yeah, well, now we've um, cleared that one up. Yeah, it was really hard work. So I think that took it out of him. The thing as well, like, if you're not enjoying it, What's the point? What's the point? Like, and Duncan knows he could get on his bus and move to his next place yeah. and walk where he enjoys it. Like, what is the point if you're not enjoying it? When he's doing this as like obviously a fun trip. Yeah. 
I don't yeah. blame the guy. I don't blame him. But that's only, hey, you're obviously meant to meet Duncan. Yeah. And I'm not a spiritual person, but yeah. I'm feeling spiritual. I've already pictured a leprechaun. Oh, whistled through a teeth. I've already pictured a sort of weird leprechaun. Maybe I knew Duncan was coming. I had the vision. Duncan doesn't look like a leprechaun. No, but I had a vision of like something and it was like, and Duncan was there to tell you all this amazing advice. He was a game changer. So yeah, big love to Duncan. Big love Let's to hope Duncan. he listens. Let's fingers crossed. Well, I don't know if we've got any listeners in New Zealand yet. So you slept well in the tent, not with Duncan. Duncan was, was Duncan nearby? Yeah, he's in the pitch next to us. His tent was right next to us. You, so you could literally, if you'd have in the night, he'd have gone, hey, Duncan, are you winning? He'd have gone, yeah, I'm winning. Yeah. Oh, we sat up with him for the evening and to tell you oh. what, that campsite had great shower block. Oh, brilliant. Really nice. That's really good. So you spent the evening off. Bless him. Nice bloke. Right. Oh, <laughs> Tom's just popped a note in. Right. Well, I'm not being funny. Right. Now now the situation we're dealing with is we've got, Tom's now learned on this new software that we've learned how to use that he can now write to us instead of pop his camera on. So he's just informed us on something which Sarah had already told us and now he's put, sorry, I was watching the football. <laughs> I'm going to give you a bit of feedback, Tom. If you're going to comment, you're either in or you're out. Yeah. Oh, he's typing, he's typing. Sarah, you're, Sarah, you're banging around on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at pictures of the next day so I didn't forget what happened. I really enjoyed this dynamic. Oh, he's typing. He's typing. Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, so now we're moving on to day 13. Of, is that right, day 13? I think day 12. Day 12 <gasps> of the Who's walk. been listening? <laughs> Top points. <laughs> em just did like a funny weird dance. I was really pleased because I got <laughs> something right. Yeah, so we're going from Crackington Haven now to Bude. Oh, yeah. You might have heard of Bude. Definitely heard of Bude. Is that a surface spot? Yes. Yes? Yes or years? Yes. yes. I think so. <laughs> it's definitely got uh, like a sea pool, an outdoor pool oh. by the beach. Hang on. Is it that one that is like a surf simulator? I don't think so. I don't oh, think so. I've seen that on TikTok. Got really excited. Sorry. I'll, I'll I shut. don't know. We didn't go. Anyway, it was a busy day for us, right? Right. Because bear in mind that we've been away now for two weeks and the only person we've seen that we've known was Nathan's cousin, Jack. Yeah. It's like the whole world is imbued. What, as in people you know? Yeah, people want to see us. No way. We've got a tight schedule, Em. So I can't remember how far the walk was from Crackington to Bude, but now we've got a couple of people we need to fit in, see. We've got appointments when we get there. Now, the face you're pulling, you look quite stressed. Was it quite stressful to think we've got to walk X amount of miles and we've got to get... Because I suppose then it's an added thing, whereas yeah. at the moment you've only had to negotiate getting from point A to point B by dusk, I guess. Yes. Whereas now it's like you've got to get to point A to point B to point C to point D. Yeah, and it's quite difficult to say what time you're going to get somewhere. Of course. Because you just, you have no idea. You're on foot. Yeah, so we did get to Bude. It was a relatively straightforward walk. So we checked into our Airbnb and we were so pleased with it. It was a really nice Airbnb. And I imagine at this point, when that happens, you're more excitable than ever before because it's such a big thing. Yeah. But we can't spend any time there because we've got to see all these people. Oh, what a shame. So we did our washing quickly. So you had a washing machine? No. Oh. We did a hand wash in the sink. Yeah. Um, and there's a little heater in there. But I didn't want to leave that on when we went out. Oh, no, dangerous. And no. also, you know, it's like really hot as well. Yeah. So we hang everything up. But... 
you know, like drying your washing out when you hand wash. It's completely soaking yeah, when you get it out. Wet, it? It's you needed a what do they use in the Victorian times? A wank a, a wrangle. A wrangle. Is, is that, that what I the right think word? That, yeah. Oh a mangle. mangle. <laughs> Thank you, creative director. There we go. He's in the wing. It is a mangle, yeah. That's what you need. And you should have been carrying one of those on top of you. Next time. Bag. <laughs> so I did all that. And then um, a friend's parents lived down there. So she she lives just outside Bude and she came to pick us up to nice. take us to their house. They've got alpacas in. <gasps> oh, love And like it. basically a bit of a little small holding. They've got alpacas, chickens, ducks, and like loads of veg and stuff they oh, grow. Oh, lovely. Yes, that was really nice. We had a glass of wine with them. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, actually, um, um, this Airbnb that we stayed at, yeah, we got chatting to the woman there, really nice lady. Oh. I bet it always made it nice when, like, the host or the people were, like, really friendly. It just kind of made it all lovely. Definitely, oh. yeah. Although you kind of want somebody, a, a bit of a character. Well, anyway, this I'll come on to it now. So um, we were popping out to see my friend's parents with the alpacas. Right. So I said, oh, we're just going over to, I can't remember where they live, um, but they keep some alpacas. She said, oh, lovely, brilliant. Got back after that. Yeah. And she'd mixed up, easy one to do, easy yeah. mistake, alpacas with llamas is basically the same thing. Oh, I, people, I, I've been guilty. I've the been alpaca guilty police are going to yeah. be in now. They're not the same thing, I realised that. But when we got <laughs> back, she said, um, oh, do you have a nice time with the llamas? I, you know, obviously didn't correct her. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Imagine if I had said, no, they're alpacas. Back it, back it up. (laughs) Next morning, she takes it up another notch. So she says, um, oh, remind me again. Um, when you saw those lemurs yesterday, how many did she have? Lemurs. Lemurs. A wild animal. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're (laughs) native to Madagascar. (laughs) <laughs> if you'd have stayed another night, you should have been asking of the lions. <laughs> I think the lemurs are native to Madagascar. Well, you know he'll be checking this in the wings right now. Yes, the creative dictator. He will. That's absolutely hilarious. So what did you do? Just not correct her again and just be like, oh, yeah, they've got a few. No, I pissed myself laughing. It's like, lemurs? I think yeah. you mean, I think you mean llamas, but I think you actually mean alpacas. <laughs> That's brilliant. Just imagining, like down near the southwest coast, will pass someone just illegally keeping lemurs that isn't in a zoo, just taking them out for walks, like it's normal. Yeah, I think she's got five. Yeah, yeah, five lemurs, and actually, she has got two lions. Yeah, two lions as well. Brilliant. Well, no, luckily, just alpacas. Before the RSPCA get in touch, so we had dinner with Tom's godparents, and they paid him. Oh. Bloody lovely. When you're on Absolutely. a budget, you can't complain, can you? Bonus. Yeah, Bloody real lovely. bonus. And then we went back to our lovely Airbnb, but at this point it's obviously quite late, and we're trying to dry those clothes. So we oh. put the heater on, we find a oh. heater, but obviously it's scorchio, isn't it? It's scorchio. Do you know, it feels weird because it's like so cold at the moment. It feels like a long time ago that it was warm. Yeah. But it actually hasn't been that long since it's been warm. But cast your mind back at him. I remember it well, Sarah. It was a long, hot summer. I won't sing it again. Long, hot summer. Went, I can't help myself. <laughs> God, what am I, and, I bet, and I bet this was quite stressful because you're roasting hot. You've got musty clothes. Well, what you've got to weigh up then. What's more important, yeah. sleep 
or dry clothes. We went yeah. with sleep, so we oh, had wet clothes too. the next yeah. day. God, it's, I suppose it's like things that start to seem totally normal. So, like, you know, we just take for granted. We do our washing a few times a week. It gets dried. just becomes a massive decision, doesn't Big it? Big deal. And all day, um, like the other, you know, obviously I had a lovely time with everyone that we saw and I'm really yeah. grateful for everything that anyone, everyone gave us that day. But I was so worried about preparing for the next day because yeah. I knew it is widely known that the next stretch of the walk is the hardest day of the Southwest Coast Path. <gasps> and were you thinking I'm going to be doing this in wet clothes? Wet clothes. I was worried about it anyway because we'd struggled. Like that day was hard. The day that we got to uh, the day before when we got to Crackerton Haven was hard. This The next day was viewed to Heartland and, yeah, it's just renowned as a really, really tough day. Oh, well, I'm crossing my fingers for you. I needed my sleep, Em. Follow us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you again next time.